Gone is a podcast about people who have gone missing from the United States and Canada. These people are daughters, sons, sisters, and aunties. They didn't just disappear. Someone, somewhere, knows something. I'm Katie Nordby. And I'm Janelle Feller. These are the stories of Rochelle Smith and Wayne DeSico. Most of the information for this story comes from the Charlie Project website. In 2006, three-year-old Rochelle Smith, or Peanut as she was called, was living with her aunt Stephanie in Minot, North Dakota. Rochelle's mother and Stephanie's sister, Samantha, gave Stephanie custody of Rochelle when she was born. Stephanie also had a roommate at the time, 22-year-old Lee Cowan. Lee Cowan was wanted on parole on a parole violation at the time for theft of property, and a warrant was issued that April. Rochelle was last seen by her aunt on the night of May 16, 2006. It was 10.30 p.m. and Rochelle was asleep on the couch. Stephanie woke up the next morning and Rochelle was nowhere to be found. Her roommate, Lee, told her that his mother had picked her up and would be keeping her for a few days. So, I'm sorry, so Lee is a guy? Yes. I'm, I, okay. Yes. It, this just yep. could be Lee sorry. or Lee. Yep. So, thank you. Lee was close to Rochelle and claimed to be her father, but he was not. Rochelle's biological father lived in Colorado at the time. Stephanie believed Lee's story. I can only assume that Rochelle had stayed there before. But after a few days went by and she hadn't heard from Rochelle or Lee's mother, Stephanie grew concerned. On May 22nd, Lee stole Stephanie's teal 1995 Ford van and disappeared. Stephanie called his mother and discovered that Rochelle was not at her house. She hadn't been there in the first place, and she had no idea where she was. Stephanie reported Rochelle missing at that point, and Lee became the main suspect in her disappearance. Lee had family in Kansas, and authorities thought he would take her there. On May 23rd, authorities found the stolen van in Upper Soros National Wildlife Refuge, about 30 miles northwest of Minot. The body of Lee Cowan was inside the van. He had committed suicide by carbon monoxide poisoning. Authorities searched the area around the van, but there was no sign of Rochelle. Searches of Minot and surrounding areas with bloodhounds and volunteers turned up no sign of Rochelle. A channel near her home was pumped dry after divers had searched it, but nothing else was found. They used psychics and FBI behavioral specialists, but again, there was no sign of Rochelle, and the leads have dried up. Rochelle's mother, Samantha, and Aunt Stephanie believed that Lee had an accomplice, but authorities do not have anything to back up that theory. Lee Cowan is still the only suspect in her disappearance. She is missing under suspicious circumstances, and her case remains unsolved. Rochelle Smith was three years old when she went missing in 2006. She would be 17 years old today. She is described as Caucasian, and she was three foot four and, and 40 pounds when she vanished. She has light brown hair and brown eyes. She suffers from asthma and may be in need of medical attention. Her nickname is Peanut. If you have any information about the disappearance of Rochelle Smith, please call the Minot Police Department at 701-852-0111. So um, the main suspect in this is Lee Cowan, who was 22 years old and was wanted on a violation, a probation violation for theft. A parole violation. 
Okay, which means... He was in prison at some point. He had been in prison already at 22. Right. For theft. And I, it's not clear if... So Stephanie, he'd already been in prison for theft? Or, yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, it's not clear if Stephanie knew that there was a warrant out for him. Um, but an issue, a, a warrant had just been issued in April of that year for him. And then he disappears. Well, and I mean, early on in a relationship, you don't always know everything. And it doesn't, it's not, it, it's not, it's even, not clear that they were. Yeah. He was just a roommate from what I, what I could find. Though he, uh, though he claimed to be the child's father. Right. Okay. Yep. Um, um, so which means that he had a, a, a close relationship with the child. Right. And I, I guess, I guess it's a jump for me to think that somebody is, um, could go from, even if it is a prison term for theft, to kidnapping and murder of a child. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a big, that's, they don't, and they don't seem connected. Um, um, no, and it does it's not clear that he, maybe he didn't even know that he was wanted. Maybe he didn't even know that there was a warrant out for his arrest. Oh. Um, I don't know. I don't know for sure. Um, and that maybe isn't. It's not clear why he left, why mm-hmm. he took her and left, mm-hmm. if it had anything to do with that warrant. Or why he left. Or why he left. Or why he lied in the first place. Because she was obviously gone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for, I think it was six days before Stephanie realized that she wasn't where she was supposed to be. And, and then he and, stole the vehicle. And can I say that six days? I just, a day. Yeah. As a three-year-old child. Yep. Um, and... And it'd be one thing if it was your family. Right. There's a couple areas of concern yeah. for this, in this. And and why did he commit suicide? That, that makes him look guilty. Well, it does. And he was the only one, he was the one who said that his mother came and picked up Rochelle. Right. It doesn't sound like Stephanie verified that, mm-hmm. you know, until all of a sudden it was a few days later and she mm-hmm. still hadn't heard from anybody. So... Right. You know. Everything that he's done. Right. Makes him look guilty. Yeah. And then to have committed suicide. That just, it just takes away all, I mean, there's so many unanswered questions. And um, and if he did do something, now finding her or, or recovery of her body becomes impossible. Yeah. Um, three years old. She can't defend herself. She can't protect herself. This story is about Dwayne Alexander DeSico Sr. The reason I wanted to tell this story is because of the interesting photo that was posted of Dwayne Alexander DeSico. Please take a look at our website. If, you have, if you've ever seen this individual, you would remember him because he is distinct. Dwayne DeSico was born on November 12, 1948 to Eva and Alex. He was raised with three sisters and one brother. He graduated from Montgomery High School in Santa Rosa, California. After serving in Vietnam, he moved to Kalispell, Montana, and got married. He was 26 years old and worked as a heavy equipment operator. He enjoyed, hunt, he enjoyed hunting, fishing, and riding his motorcycle. Kalispell is in the northwestern part of the state. It is the largest city in Montana and has a population of 19,900 in 2010. The area around Kalispell boasts a population of 93,000. It is the gateway to Glacier National Park. At about the time of his first anniversary, Dwayne called his mom. They had a regular conversation and he said he would call her back in a few days. Dwayne never called her back and was not seen again after August 13, 1974. 
his mother, Eva, so that he wouldn't have left without telling anyone, and he wouldn't have left with his guns and his equipment behind. Thomas Eugene Creech confessed to Duane DeSico's murder. Creech said that he had shot DeSico three times and dumped his body in Lake Sammamish in Washington. Investigators dragged the lake and found a body, but it wasn't Duane's. Creech later changed the story and said that he had only witnessed the murder and that the body had been hidden in a cave. Nobody was found. Creech did lead investigators to two bodies and was convicted of five murders, but he boasted of 40 murders over 13 states. He was sentenced to death. While in jail, Duane's mother wrote to Creech, hoping to learn more about her son's case. Creech said that Eva was like a mother to him. He wrote her poems about life in prison. Creech has been waiting execution since 1983. Eva DeSico died in 2001. In her obituary, it lists that Duane had a son, Duane DeSico Jr. Foul play is suspected in this case. Investigators believe that he was murdered. This case remains unsolved. Duane Alexander DeSico was 26 the last time that he was seen. He would be 66 years old today. Duane is Caucasian. He was 5'11 and weighed 165 pounds. At the time of his disappearance, he had long, wavy brown hair, brown beard, and a brown mustache. His left eye is brown and his right eye is gray. If you have any information about the disappearance of Duane Alexander DeSico, contact the Flathead County Sheriff's Office at 406-758-5874. So is this um, Thomas Eugene Creech, he's still on death row? Yep. Wow. Since 1983. Do, do you know if authorities actually believe that he killed him? That he's the one that killed him? I think that, they, that he's still considered kind of a, sus, a suspect, but after that much time, you'd think that he'd confess. I well, mean, it's not like they're going to be... confessed to a bunch of them. Right. And, and, and because he's confessed to a bunch of them, and he didn't confess to that one, right. um, then, then maybe not. So, yeah. uh, so I don't know. Um, but it doesn't sound like, uh, um, you know, uh, Dwayne was, uh, was in the military... He was young. He got married, um, and it didn't didn't seem to it didn't have a lot to say about what his lifestyle was like or sure. what he was into. Or um, I think there's a lot of things you could have been into in 1974 um, uh, after the Vietnam War. And 26 years old. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that could have been going on. But uh, um, so it doesn't say that he was living a raucous lifestyle or or anything. But you'd think that if if Creech had confessed to 40 murders, adding one to that isn't a big right. deal. Right. And, um, and and he actually, he boasted of 40 murders. He was convicted of five murders. Sure. So, um, and uh, and you would remember this um, Dwayne DeSico because, because he had two different colored eyes. He had dark hair, um, dark eyes, dark uh, mustache and beard. I think probably pretty typical of the 70s. Sure. But um, those two different colored eyes would have really stood out. It seems like we don't often do stories about men. Right. And um, there's certainly a lot of men that have gone missing. There are. And, um, but, like, and that's kind of what causes me to pick a, to choose a person to tell their story is, is because um, something about their photo 
catches my eye yeah um, and uh, causes me to look a little bit further right and so um, he would only be 66 years old if he were still alive I have a couple updates to share uh, of stories that I um, told one is of Paige Johnson she had gone missing in 2010 in Covington Kentucky uh, when her friend Jacob Bumpus had dropped her off um, a woman called 911 after her husband found a burned human skull um, while deer hunting at a location near Ohio State Route 276. Um, at the time when Paige had gone missing, Jacob Bumpus's cell phone pinged from a tower a mile or, or two from where her body was found. From this spot? Yeah, Okay. from where her body was found. Um, so he is still considered a suspect. And this was just updated over just this last month. Okay. Um, it's not clear if anything has happened to Jacob Bumpus um, or if they've determined how she died. But she had been missing since 2010. Ten years. Yeah. And burned, which I think would, would, would destroy a lot of DNA evidence. Right. Um, and they should still be able to find out maybe what caused her murder, but maybe, maybe not. Ten years. Right. It's a long time. Yeah, it is. And my second update is of Allison Watterson. Uh, we just shared her story um, last week, I believe. Um, her remains were found on Saturday, June 21st, by a property owner um, in the North Plains, Oregon area, while he was clearing brush. Uh, this was the same area where her belongings were found just this month also. Oh, her belongings were found just this month. Her belongings were found um, at the beginning of this month. Okay. And now a property owner just found her remains oh. um, last week. And they've now confirmed that, that it was Allison. Mm -hmm. So. That's a, that, you know, it's not the outcome that, that people want, but it has to be a relief to know. To at least know. And to bring her home. Yeah. And to... I mean, I don't think it makes, it doesn't make anything easier. No. Um, but just the wondering. Right. And and still, they're still wondering. Yeah. What happened? Who did it? Right. It doesn't, it just. Right. And the boyfriend is still in jail. He's in prison um, of Allison Watterson's for unrelated stuff. Um, they haven't determined how she died at mm -hmm. this point. But it's just so, thank yeah. you. You know, the reason that we're doing these stories is because that, we don't want to give up hope. Right. And that body, she, she was killed in 2010. Well, and it just Ten goes... Years later. Yeah, it just goes to show that all it takes is one person mm -hmm. to walk in the right area, to go to the right place, to be in the right time, at the right place at the right time. Right. And it could happen to any one of us right. to stumble on, upon a piece of information or to all of a sudden, you know, remember something that... We didn't remember at the time, but now all of a sudden something triggers our memory or, uh, I mean, all it takes is one person to, to right. find something out that could just solve a case. And, um, you know, without a body, there isn't a crime. So right. without, without the body, there isn't a crime. So nobody can be charged with, I mean, and we've seen them, people that have been charged with right. some, with, uh, with murder. Um, but it's rare, very rare. And, uh, that just that allows for things to move forward to the as far as they can go yeah and um 
so it gives hope. It gives hope. And, and that was 10 years ago. Yeah. That's why we do this. Right. Um, our hope is, is that we find people alive and that we um, can return people to their family. Uh, but I guess in either way, they're being returned to their family. Well, and I think that there's got to, there, I don't know from personal experience, obviously, but there's got to be a piece of healing that comes with knowing that they're no longer out there lost somewhere. Alone. Yeah, that there's got to be some sort of... Well, I think there is. I think. Yeah. I mean, I think that there there can be. I mean, the the loss of a child is a loss of a child, and right. you that whether it's you know what happened or you don't know what happened, that loss is still there, and that's yeah. going to be that gaping hole that just you know may never completely heal. But the idea of um, being able to bury um, that child. Um, to have a place to go, right. to know that they're not out there alone, afraid, or to just to know. Right. and um, To not just be wondering all not, the time right, if they're going right. to show up or if I'm going to see them. Or if... or are they in pain? Are they hurting? Are oh. they afraid? Are they scared? Are they yeah. any of those things? Yeah. I think that that could, that could destroy, destroy yeah. a parent. I can't even imagine. And so um, just to know, just to know, and be able to put them to rest. Right. And... And, I mean, that doesn't take away that gaping hole. That gaping hole is still there, you know, the loss of a child. But right. um, hopefully there's some healing and some closure as much as can be done. But that's why, but that's why, we, that's why we tell these stories, because maybe, um, maybe you saw something. Maybe you heard something. Maybe you overheard something. And that could make a difference. Yeah, well, and I think telling stories from, you know, before, I mean, obviously in 2010, news and the media was still it's it was present it was prevalent back then but you know telling your story that happened so long ago that most people if you didn't live in that area you maybe wouldn't have ever heard that this mm -hmm. person went missing right. right and so now to retell his story to say hey wait a minute this is what happened at this time were you in that area did you see something were you on vacation there were you passing through you know um, it might spark something now that you didn't even realize there was somebody missing right. then. Right. Um, you, or, you know, in, in Creech, um, he, who was uh, knowing something about him, right. uh, may actually, you know, lead investigators to finding the remains. And, and because there's, there's, um, there's, there's family that's still alive and still would like to have, to have some closure on this case. So yeah. on each case that we read. Right. We ask that you do not reach out to the families or post names of possible suspects on social media. Missing person photos, along with information and articles used for these cases, can be found on our website at gone-podcast.com. for us this week Katie my distraction this week are funniest tweets from women I don't hold grudges I just choose to permanently like people less <laughs> I just call it what you will but I don't hold a grudge <laughs> you've been demoted in my heart yes every time I learn about a new mystery that no one ever solved I go and pull up the Wikipedia page like I'm going to be the one that finally figured it out 
<laughs> after reading the Wikipedia page. <laughs> you never I'm gonna know. put those pieces yeah. together. You never know, though. You never know. You never know. It's like it's like it's like finding that uh, long lost treasure. Right. It could be me. It could be. I could win the lottery. <laughs> you could. It could be me. You could also get hit by lightning. <laughs> If I'm going on a date, I think regardless of gender, the other person should pay. This is rooted in the fact that I don't want to pay. <laughs> I, I don't want to pay. I completely agree. Right. <laughs> I want to eat good food and I don't want to pay for it. Right. Right. <laughs> I agree. A fun thing about grocery, about grocery shopping when everyone is wearing a mask is that half the people look like they're about to perform surgery and the other half look like they're about to rob a stagecoach. I know. I really. Yeah, if really. they put bandanas or like a, a scarf oh, yeah. rather than a face mask. Yeah. yeah. And I think a bandana would be a lot easier. I, I mean, think so too. In this time of COVID. But I feel like if I wore it, I would look like I was about to rob the place. I think I would. I think I would look like I was about to rob the place. However, maybe I wouldn't fog my glasses up. Yeah. Because uh, maybe I would, maybe air, I can breathe because air, my neck air. I don't know what that is. There would be neck air coming in. Right. And I could maybe... But do we want neck air coming in? I have a very fine neck. <laughs> it smells lovely. Uh, and yes, I think everybody okay. wants... I mean, I think you you can't have my neck air. <laughs> right. You need your own neck air. You need your own neck air. Right. <laughs> Not neck hair. Way. Neck air. Uh, well, speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I'm always struck by the unbridled optimism of conspiracy theorists. They have seemingly never tried to keep a dozen people quiet while planning a surprise party. Seriously. It's impossible. Impossible. If you're, and if you're, I mean, if you're, uh, if you're talking family. Yeah. They just, they yep. just talk, 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 yeah. talk, talk. They can't keep it no. together. I always wonder, like, how do people think, how do people believe in all these conspiracy theories? I mean, like, they're really out there ones. Because you, how do you plan anything without people knowing? No. I mean, I mean, it's like a game of telephone. Right. I mean, they're not the right information, <laughs> but right. they right. know something about right. it. And they keep talking about it. Right. The easiest way to ruin my evening is to be rude to me one time four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to ruin my evening or, for many, many years. Right. Or I would say for me, me being awkward one time four years ago, just reliving the awkwardness. Oh, God. And why can't that be the one thing I you know. can't remember? I, I mean, know. I can't remember names, right. phone numbers. I can't. I've, can, I've forgotten a lot right. of stuff. But, but by God, if I did something awkward, which is often. <laughs> me too. I, uh, yeah, I, I keep reliving yeah. it. It's like a yeah. terrible... Uh, reel that goes around and around my head. It is. Yeah, yeah it's still happening right now. All right. <laughs> uh, dated a guy in a fraternity that had a playlist entitled If Girls Show Up. <laughs> you want to play different music if girls show up than if you're just a bunch of frat boys, I suppose. Well, and, and it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't when girls show up. It was if. if, if. If girls show up. It depends on the fraternity. We're going to be optimistic. Yeah, we're going to be optimistic. We want to play some We want to be prepared. Right. Right. If they show up. If they show up. (laughs) Because girls like different music. Well, then, yeah, probably. Probably. A favorite part about watching Jeopardy is saying, I should be on Jeopardy every time I correctly answer a $200 clue that happens to be about one of the three of my interests. I should be on Jeopardy. 
I could win. <laughs> as long as they ask me about very obscure things. <laughs> right. Lyrics to stupid songs that I can't forget. Last one. Sometimes I like to eat an egg white omelet with veggies and no cheese. Then just be furious until lunch. <laughs> That's called hangry. <laughs> yes, it is. You need the cheese. The cheese is what will sustain you until oh, lunch. Oh, and, I, and there's, this, there's something, and I, I think it's, I'm not sure who's invented it, but they're evil. Um, Low-fat cheese. Oh. Which is basically plastic. And it doesn't melt? It just, like, sits on the top? I don't know. I've never purchased oh, it. Oh, yeah. I, it probably doesn't melt. Because I think it's plastic. I it think it's probably. shredded plastic. Yeah. It tastes like shredded plastic. Or, like, orange-colored coconut. <laughs> I've thought about this. I've thought about this. <laughs> I guess you have. <laughs> I had no idea that this was going to be, um, yeah, and then just be yeah. angry. Just be angry. Until lunch. Mm-hmm. When you can have yourself, uh, when you can have yourself something that I'm going to tell you about. Oh, perfect. Uh, which you didn't know what I was going to say. I didn't. So, uh, these are weird foods that Americans eat. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, chicken fried steak. Oh, yep. There's no chicken. There isn't. And chicken fried steak. No, it's just how it's made. I think it's a hamburger. Isn't it? Um, I don't think it's a hamburger. It's the how it's breaded. So it's breaded, it's breaded like it's chicken. So like if you were going to make fried chicken, yeah. you'd batter it and then bread it and whatever. It's a steak. And steak, I think I oh, use oh, loosely. Oh. But it's, it's a steak that's breaded like roast, like fried chicken. Right. Which makes no sense. Right. Let's call it a fried steak. Fried steak. Steak. Meat. Now, I'm not sure who decided that these are weird foods that Americans eat. I'm not sure exactly. And Probably so I don't want to be thrown out the <laughs> off the bus sure. for this. But because I do agree with some of them and some of them I don't. Sure. So Twinkies. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I love myself a sponge cake and yeah. um, Cool Whip that sprays out of the can. Oh, <laughs> sure. Um, but that's not a Twinkie. That's not the same thing. No. A Twinkie is indestructible. And it's lard. It, if... If, if it were lard, it would actually maybe mold. And I don't think it does. The cream is made of lard. Which is... The word lard Exciting. is so disgusting. Yeah. However, pie crust is also has lard in it. And pie crust is delicious. It is delicious. But Twinkies... There's nothing delicious about a Twinkie. There isn't. And it unless you're seven... It leaves this weird coating on your mouth. Yes. It's so gross. Yes. Yes. I like the idea of Twinkies. I like the idea of a piece of cake with something delicious in the middle. Right. That sounds delicious. Uh-huh. But that's not a Twinkie. That's not <laughs> it's a Twinkie. Not, no. It's no, not it's that something good. Else. Yeah. No. It doesn't taste like good. No. You think it might. Right. And you're wrong. It's a good idea in theory. Right. But it's not when you actually eat it. No. Now, I don't think this is a weird food, personally, but I'm from the Midwest. Tater tot casserole. Oh, it's the best. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. Food. Except that apparently some people put Worcestershire sauce in it oh did you see how nicely i said, you said that perfectly i know yeah i Worcestershire. it's worcestershire worcestershire exactly yeah. that's that's how you say it yeah um another weird food is spray cheese mm. i don't mind spray cheese honestly on what crackers well can't you just put it like a little whipped cream thing of spray of cheese but can't you just cut the cheese 
well, cut the cheese. Yes. <laughs> and you could also slice the cheese and, and put it on there. And that could be, but it doesn't yeah. taste good. It's not the greatest. No, and it I does also leave a coating it in does. your mouth. I wouldn't say that I would choose it. I wouldn't say that I would buy it necessarily. But if it was there, I'd probably have some. Because sure. it's just, sure. it's fine. So another weird thing is peanuts and Coke. What? And Coca-Cola. Peanuts. To put them in there? Peanuts. I, th- I think it's a southern thing. Oh, like you just put them in there and then they just absorb the Coke and then you eat the peanuts? Uh, they, 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 you put the peanuts in the Coke and I'm not, I don't think you put them in the shell. I think it's a unshelled peanuts okay. and you put them in there and then I think that you drink the Coke, choke on the peanut and die. It seems like a really bad idea. Well, and then what, so a soggy peanut? I don't like the idea Well, and then you all. have peanut flavored Coke. And then you have the, what about the little skin around the oh, peanut? The no, worst. you don't want that. No. I don't, I, think I feel like this terrible is just a bad idea. idea. Yeah, it's, it's a bad, a bad idea. idea all around. So is this. Poor man's gravy or red eye gravy. The gravy is made of black coffee. So after, so you, after you pan fry ham sure. and maybe an egg and I don't know what else. The gravy is made of black coffee, chicken broth, or water, and sugar. Yeah. That's not... Poor man's, that's gross gravy. But like, what does it even taste like? Coffee? I would have to say, and maybe a little bit of ham juice. Yeah, you wouldn't think there'd be enough ham to... Well, to... and I mean, because you fill the bottom of the pan. It's just, but it's... Ew. Ew is right. Ew. Ew. Uh, southern fried rattlesnake. Oh. Well. I would say that any rattlesnake that's fried, that would be my favorite way to... to... I'm sure it would taste like chicken. <laughs> Very small, <laughs> skinny chicken. Now this, I had to look some of these things up because I didn't know what they were. Garbage plate. Mm. The base is French fries or home style fries. Okay. Then macaroni salad or baked beans. Then you top it with your choice of a burger, a hot dog, Italian sausage, chicken tenders, haddock, fried ham, grilled cheese, or eggs. Two of those. You choose two. Then that's topped with onions, mustard, and a hot, spicy ground meat sauce. What? I, that's because that looks exactly... If you, if, you, if you piled everybody's contents of their plates onto a or, plate... And you dumped it in the garbage. That's what it looks like. That's that's just that's just wrong. It's just weird. It's not right. I feel like french fries and macaroni salad... One and is hot and one is cold. Thus making your hot fries cold. I could see like I could see fries and baked beans. That might be good. You know, I don't that might be good. I don't know. But then everything else on top of that? Well it's as somebody who I mean, I don't I my stuff can touch each other. Yeah, mine can too. Uh without me completely freaking out. Yeah. But I don't want my hot and cold mixed. No. That's why they make the little separation tray. Right. So this is something that I actually like. I love, actually. Uh, but I don't call it this. Uh, Frito pie, which is chili mm. with Fritos. Oh. I don't know that I've ever eaten chili with Fritos. What? <laughs> is wrong with you? I, you really need to I, try I it. I do, because I, I, I think I've heard you say that it's delicious. But I guess I wasn't raised with the Fritos. Oh, I, chili. I wasn't raised with Fritos either. Oh, this really? is This is a... This is a uh, um, uh, cuisine. Oh, I become accustomed to it as an adult. Sure. And I um, never. I guess I never even thought of it until I think you had said something about putting Fritos in it, and that sounds delicious. Yes. I'm not a, a huge bit. Frito fan. 
Well, and are I, they the chili cheese Fritos or just the regular? I personally like just the regular. Okay. If your chili is spicy. Sure. Um, however, give me a bag of uh, chili Fritos and I will eat the whole thing. Okay. Until my heart burns. Yeah. And out of my. Yeah. Chest. I'll have to try it next time. You chili. Well, it, and it, it 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 it's chili, so you have chili, and I, I like a, just a little bit of sour cream. Yeah. Little cheddar cheese on it, sprinkled, real cheddar cheese, and then and then. And you can get the chili, the Fritos as scoops. Oh, yeah. And you can scoop them and yes. use it like a spoon. Ooh, that's so a that's idea. a dual purpose. Yeah. I feel like it would be good because it's different textures. Yes. Because it's so chili so soft and it's just something else to... And it's a little crunch. But also, I think people often eat chili with cornbread. Oh, sure. Yeah, we do that. So it's different. Yeah. But they do have, they're not, it's, it's way better. I'm going to try it. Frito pie, I think that's a weird name. So, fried chicken gizzards. Ew. Well, you know, a gizzard is what the chickens use to grind up their food. That's why you see them pecking at rocks. There's a little... So there... It's a tough little organ. Yeah. I didn't know what this was. Uh, KFC's Double Down. Mm. This is a... This is cheese and bacon between two pieces of fried... Chicken. Chicken breast. I look like... It's like serves so as the, the bun. So the chicken is the sand. Yeah, the chicken like is the, the bun. bun. Ew. I feel like there's not enough of something other than meat to make that okay. Well, it would be probably it probably would be keto. Uh, yeah. Um, at low carb. Like I feel like if there was like lettuce and tomato in there. Oh, there's no vegetables. No, in this. I know, but yeah. I feel like if there was, it might feel okay. Like it, it might, might not. Uh, I, no, no. It's, it's still not. No, it's still not. No, it's just too much. It's just too much. Yeah. Um, I don't even, I mean, the idea of putting cheese on your bacon, I mean, on your, on your chicken, I mean, unless you're having a sandwich, maybe. Yeah. It's, it's the it's whole odd. thing. It's just odd. But yeah. that's called the KFC Double Down. We're not, I just want to say that we're not being, we, these are not sponsors of ours. Because we live in International Falls and we have none of these. Right. Restaurants. We, no, we, 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 no. No. Uh, but we do have a McDonald's. And sometimes, in some places, at certain times, they offer the McRib, Ugh. which is a riblet, and that's it's, a gross word to me. It's not even made out of ribs. It's not even made out of, it's not, it's, formed, it's not even out of meat. It's formed. A parts. riblet with sauce, with barbecue sauce, I think, pickles and onion. Ugh. And this is, um... If it was actual ribs, it would, I'm sure it would be delicious. That but, it sounds delicious if it was ribs, but it's not. It's not. It's just it's a riblet. Breast of meat. It's a riblet, which is like a giblet, which I don't even know what that is. It just doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. No. Nope. And uh, another thing that that I uh, is a weird American food, is pickled pig's feet. Oh. I mean, I admire using the very all the parts and not wasting anything. I mean, I admire that. But let those pig feet go. Let them go. Let them go. Let them run free. Let them, let them, I don't care. Just let them go. Yeah. I mean, they can't, there can't be a lot of meat on, and, and, and it's got to eat them. I, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I honestly don't know. But if you've ever seen them in a jar, it's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. And also, you don't, I don't think you chew on the little pig's feet like the little nails the little hooves the little hooves the little hooves oh i can't 
I don't, do I don't know what you do. There can't be a lot of, it's an ankle bone. I mean, I don't care who you are. You don't have a lot of meat on an ankle bone. And you wouldn't even think, it, if there, even, even if there was good meat, you wouldn't think it would be tasty meat. You know, you wouldn't think that it would be. And I just frankly don't, don't pickle meat. Don't pickle the especially meat. Especially feet. And especially feet, and then put them in a glass, damn clear glass jar. <laughs> Make that jar frosted. Frosted. <laughs> Anything. For the and love of all that is good, use a frosted jar. Because <laughs> it's grossing me out. It's grossing me out. I would I say that with anything like pickled. Eggs, anything pickled. In Any a, meat pickled. A, yeah, ugh, in a glass jar where you can see it. And all. they always are in glass, clear glass jars, because by God, we want to show you. How nicely our feet pickle. Uh, gross. Yes. Gross. So those are weird things. Those, those are, are some weird things that Americans eat. Those are good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thanks.